You gotta know about this uh, show. The wolf kills a ballroom full of royal dignitaries. As you do. God <laughs> forbid men do anything. The dreams that were filling this sleep were a very everything happened so much yeah. kind of deal. It was because there's this like dreamscape of young Virginia being told a story by her mother about a girl who went out in the woods and she met a monster and the monster ate her and no one missed her and everyone lived happily ever after. It's like I'm just naturally funny because I'm <laughs> autistic. Which, I mean, is true, but... You know. Oh, welcome back to You Got to Know What You've Got Bo. The and naturally rest. funny. <laughs> you interrupted my bit. I did interrupt your bit. <laughs> you. It's funny because I've watched this finale a million times over, but I'm still just like head empty, no thought after it. Just like every time before. <laughs> It's like, wow, that was a thing I just watched. And then, <coughs> and then once you watch it, it's like, oh, okay, I watched it. it it's just... And then this, it, the, the loading circle is just spinning over your head. So much happens. So much happens. So fast. And, like, okay, I noticed this, like, as we were getting to the end of the episode. Yeah. That, much unlike the other episodes, which all felt... Like, well, like halfway through, we'd look and see how much time had passed, and we'd be like, there's still half of this episode left to go? Mm -hmm. This one was the exact opposite. The episode went by really fast. Everything happened so much, but, like, it didn't feel long. They got the timing for events perfect, I think. Because, oh, yeah. God, like, they're starting off. Like, they just hit the ground running they with this episode. They started off strong. They started off so strong. Because you end on Virginia and uh, Lewis finding out that the evil queen is her mom who just disappeared when yeah. she was seven. It just ends like, oh, your mom. <laughs> and then... You can't say that when I'm about to drink something. Sure I can. I don't trust you. <laughs> the trolls, now teamed up with the huntsmen, have captured Virginia, Tony, and Prince. Meanwhile, the evil queen prepares for the false wendels. Oh, oh, I can't say that word. Coronation. There we go. Oh, it totally leaves out the opening of this episode, which yeah. immediately picks up with Tony... I called him Lewis earlier. You did call him it, Lewis. His name is Tony Lewis. <laughs> Tony and Virginia Lewis. Okay. You're doing your best. <laughs> I'm trying very hard. You are. You get a gold star. <laughs> um, Tony and Virginia are talking, like, trying to figure out, like, what's going on. Because also, like, Virginia doesn't 100% remember what happened when her mom left. And we find out... Her mom tried to drown her. Yeah. Yeah, we've been seeing little flashbacks of that incident for, like, since the end of the last episode. There were a couple 
previously in the last episode near the end, right? Like, I know there was at yeah, least there's one. there's been, like, little hints here and there. Every, every once in a while. Every time they do it, they show, like, a tiny bit more. Yeah. From a slightly different perspective. And before this, the most that we got was a very ominous shot of a very hot, like, steaming hot tub with little seven-year-old Virginia in there getting scrubbed raw by her mother. Yeah, which... And then her running out into the street. Yeah, her mother running out into the street. And uh, now that we have context, we know that her mother was running out into the street because Tony showed up and stopped her from killing Virginia. Yeah, and we find out that after that she ran, and in Central Park, the portal was open, and the evil queen used her traveling mirror, like the evil queen of Snow White's story, who dragged herself into the swamp after being forced to dance with those hot uh, metal shoes. Mm -hmm. She pulls her in and is just like, hey... You're lost. You're scared. I can help. I can take care of you. They showed us that before they showed us what actually happened, too. Yeah. It's like, wow, these women have so many toxic traits, I couldn't even begin writing the list. Oh my god. And that's the evil queen of now. Yeah. They're then immediately kidnapped by the trolls and huntsmen who've teamed up and just have... A lowdown on them from the second they get out of the mines. I, yeah, I don't like how, like, there was a scene where the huntsman, to track them down, put his ear to a rock and was just listening. Yeah. I I don't like the faces he was making during that scene. Um, It, It was very uncomfortable. Yeah. This all leads to them getting kidnapped, they're on the thing. Um, Evil Queen is planning her day and is being very strict about everything so that everything happens as she wants. And Tony and Virginia uh, end up rolling off. They wake up in the cart. The trolls are just jamming out in the front and the huntsman is asleep in the back with them. Mm He has the prince chained up, so the prince can't get away, but, uh, I think Tony and Virginia, like, their feet were tied together, but their hands were free, and they were just chained to each other by one wrist. So they just transform and roll out, and... (laughs) Yeah. Oh, God. And somehow the huntsman doesn't hear, even though he's literally right there. Like... They were so loud. They were so loud. They were so loud. I can only imagine that this dude hasn't slept for, like, three days. Yeah, he's just been chasing. Like, this guy can literally put his ear to a rock and locate somebody, like, miles away. And yet he doesn't hear two clumsy, clumsy people rolling out of the cart literally right next to them. Then again, he was asleep and the trolls were singing in the Mm -hmm. front. So they might have been being louder than Tony and Virginia, maybe. God, but no wonder he found them, because Virginia's whole speech in the beginning of this episode, I was crying when they were talking about her mom. Oh my god. And she's just like, 
it's just everything's coming out. She just, she can't stop what, and she just is telling her dad about how angry she is all the time and how she just wants to grab people and shake them and scream, my mom left because maybe then it'll explain something about her and oh my god. Everything hurts it, so much. It's, it just, and the, the, del- god, I keep clinking clink. that. I'm so sorry. Clink, clink. And like, <sighs> They captured the emotion perfectly. Kimberly Williams-Paisley, she delivers that whole thing in, like, such a scary, raw way that just, like, it's it's like a gut punch. It really is. It truly just feels like getting hit straight in the stomach. It shifted the whole, like, the whole vibe from confusion to... Anger and we're gonna die. Yeah. Kind of. Like, like this whole time they've just been like, what is going on? Uh-huh. Where are we? Why are, why is everybody here weird? Suddenly and it's personal. Suddenly it's personal and the danger has become so much more real now that they're not confused. They know exactly what's going on. Oh, and all of a sudden, like, even though this is still very cheesy and very silly, it is so much tenser from here on out. This episode was really, like, raw Oh my god. So much action. It was not- It was not tense in a way that, like, makes you anxious for Mm. the characters, though. It was tense in a way that, like, like, the characters have a handle on things. Yeah. Tony and Virginia know exactly what they're doing. Mm -hmm. But they're still, like, if we mess up, like, everyone's gonna die. We're all gonna die, and this whole place will be thrown into, like, mm-hmm. a reign of terror. But, like, you don't really see any, like, threat that they might mess up. Because yeah. th- they have a handle on it. They mm-hmm. know what they're doing. Yep. On their way to Wendell's castle, to stop the coronation, they decide to take a shortcut through the deadly swamp. Oh. Which, I want to know why they have a shortcut sign. Yeah. Okay, they found a sign. One direction, it said, like, 37 miles. The yeah. other direction, it said 13 miles. No indication that you were going to be going through a deadly swamp. Yeah. Like, you'd think, if you're going to put a sign that says, here's the short way, you'd put a sign that also says, but watch out. You're probably gonna die. Well, yeah, Tony steps on it. It was yeah, the, that, in the bog. Yeah, but that sign was like really far away. Like they were going for a while. It probably got torn down. Probably, actually. Yeah. But like, but God, the set dressing for the swamp, though. Oh my God. Oh it my was God. So this... aesthetic. <laughs> Here's the thing. Like, I am a fantasy writer. This episode specifically has influenced my more than anything else. This swamp is what I imagine when I <sighs> read about, like... This aesthetic. Fairy places. It's this so... This is what I think of. It's so cozy. It is really cozy. It's cozy, but watch out. And then there's those cute little fairies that... The cute little fairies oh my God. that go mode. Yeah, and... that just pop up and like, oh, you're in trouble. Let's and... give you some helpful advice. Yeah. But also, let's ask a very... Very yeah. obviously, like, monkey's paw yeah. question. Um, because they get three rules about the deadly swamp. Uh, you do not drink the water. Easy. 
Do don't, not eat the mushrooms. Don't eat the mushrooms. That's, yeah. That's normal survival. Uh, this is all normal yeah, survival yeah, stuff. Yeah. Don't fall asleep. Don't, you don't have to tell me twice. I like, you- how, <laughs> I like how Tony just, like, reacted to that, like, uh, yeah, no Sherlock. Yeah. Like, there's the vibe. Like, yeah, of course I'm not gonna fall asleep in the weird, creepy swamp. Duh. Yeah. Um, and they then, uh, poof their shackles off and also poof them into separate parts of the swamp. Because the fairies asked if they would like to be separated. And, like, I don't... The fairy tales are real. There are stories... I know there were stories in, like, the world yeah. that Tony and Virginia come from about not trusting the f- fairies. Yeah. They, they literally say, it's my turn to be naughty. Come on! I thought they would be better th- at this point, but they're not. They're, they're, s- they are getting better. They are getting better. Because at least most of the stuff in the swamp seems like they're being affected by, like, swamp gas or something. Yeah. It's a little bit hypnotic. It's a little bit hypnotic and a little bit weird, but also, like, you'd have... I, I could be so drunk, and I would still remember if somebody... If there was a little fairy in front of me <laughs> asking me a very suspicious question, I would... You could not get me drunk enough to forget <laughs> that fairies are sus. But... They get separated. Yeah. And then Virginia gets sent to the hut of the Swamp Witch. Oh, yeah. And then Virginia meets the Swamp Witch. Oh, yeah. It's Acorn. It's Acorn. It's Acorn. He's wearing a little wig and, like, he he has, like, a little wig of moss and a little costume on. Yeah. And he comes out like, oh, stay where you are. I'm gonna put you in my pot. And then he comes out and Virginia's like, oh, please don't hurt me. I... Acorn? Dude, it's been forever. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, it's been forever. Yeah. Oh, and so he brings her in, and they end up also, getting Also, mm. Acorn was drinking the swamp water. I think it was, like, different water. It looked the same, though. It looked the, the same as the swamp water in, like, I the did. actual swamp. He was drinking it out of a clear glass. I thought, like, it looked weird, and I was like, that looks kind of soupy. Why is he drinking that? And then I remembered, oh, swamp soup. I mm-hmm. I have a theory about the swamp water. But anyway. While that's going on, and uh, Virginia is having a nice chat at the table with Acorn, Tony is <laughs> out there. He, he finds a little, like, camp set up with some eggs and a frying pan, and is like, I'm going to make an omelet. You know what we forgot to mention is the fact that when they first enter the swamp, Tony is, like, having a total dad moment. She's like, do you hear it? There's music playing. Don't you hear that? And she's like, no. It's like, yeah. It's a wider shade of pale. Yeah, Tony is And it's actually playing. Like, you can hear it in the background. And also, Virginia can't hear it. No. Again, I'm pretty sure she just can't hear some of these things. Yeah. Because, like... We could hear it, mm-hmm. and any other time, it's been like, like in Kissing Town, everybody else yeah. could see the weird, uh, the weird little fantasy effects. Virginia couldn't. Yeah. Now Tony can hear the music. Virginia can't. Yeah. But um, yeah, Tony shows up to this little camp abandoned, in the swamp, and he's sitting there, and 
Did these mushrooms start literally talking to him <laughs> and trying to get him to eat them? Yeah. And drink the swamp water? It's and he's, so funny. He's sitting there making an omelet with somebody else's eggs at their campsite, even though he literally just had a run-in with fairies. Yeah. Like... Oh, I, yeah, and they keep baiting him, like, oh, yeah, get the tarragon behind you. We weren't telling you to put us in there, but, you know, tarragon is essential for, for a mushroom omelet. Every single time they say this, Tony's just like, yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah. Like, he's just like, yeah, like, I'm gonna eat you guys. Yeah. And... Then Virginia ends up finding him after her chat with the, the swamp witch, uh, which, which we will get back to. We will get back to. And um, <laughs> she shows up, and Tony's chilling with his omelets, and he's like, hey, want an omelet? And she's like, what? Yeah. She has a reasonable reaction. Which she has is... a completely normal reaction to this. Yeah. She's like, why the hell are you sitting here eating an omelet in the swamp? What do you? Where did you get this? With eggs you don't know. Also, I'm pretty sure there was, like, only two eggs. That's not going to make no, very much. Yeah. No, I think there were, like... Three or four. There were, like, a couple eggs. I could have sworn there was only two. There's like, a small pile of eggs. Mm. And I'm sure the mushrooms would have brought him more. <laughs> but he's like, yeah, just have a seat. Let's have some omelets. And while they're chatting, and Virginia <sighs> is uh, telling him things, and they're talking about stuff. Uh, Somewhere along the way, they end up eating it. They end up eating the mushrooms. Not only did they end up eating the mushrooms, but Tony is literally taking drinks out of the swamp water, dipping a cup into the swamp, and yeah. drinking it. And, okay, here's my theory. The swamp water is perfectly safe to drink. It just gets you totally wasted. <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's just, like, hallucinogenic. They're drinking it like booze, which is why I think Acorn was drinking it, too. Because, yeah. like, if it's just, like naturally occurring, like, psychedelic booze water. Yeah. And why wouldn't you drink it if you're just there chilling in the swamp having a good time? Yeah, I mean, he was hiding out from the law. And, like, they were, like, Tony and Virginia, once they started drinking the swamp water and eating the mushrooms, they were having a good time. Yeah. It's like when, it was like when we get stoned together (laughs) and we're just being stupid and sleepy and laughing at everything. That's exactly what that was. Oh, but back on Acorn, he ends up telling Virginia yes. as they're chatting over swamp booze. Um, she that, didn't drink the swamp booze. It's just yeah. him. He didn't share. Uh, but he tells her that, you know, hey, the evil queen is downstairs. The you swamp can talk to witch. her. He, he describes her as the swamp witch. Yeah. And then Virginia asks who the swamp witch is, and he's like, oh, you haven't heard? Oh, God. <laughs> Which, uh, you know, I'm pretty sure Acorn, he was, like, in jail with Tony when they yeah. first came here. I'm sure he would know by now that Tony isn't from, unless Tony just didn't tell them, which I have a feeling he would have. Yeah. If they were in a cell together, he probably would have... I think he did say something about yeah, that so in that it's episode. Like, what do you I mean, haven't I heard? I'm not from here. <laughs> but yeah, the swamp witch is the evil queen from Snow White's story. And the the cabin that they're in, the swamp witch's hut, is where she ended up after she crawled away after they yeah. made her dance in the hot shoes. Yeah. Uh, and in there, Virginia finds one of the three things she used to try and kill Snow White, because in one of the original stories, 
Um, she used a bodice to crush her ribs, a poisoned comb to put to try and like kill her, and then the poisoned apple. Mm-hmm. And the poisoned apple was already given to the evil queen as a suggestion on how to deal with the troll king and the rest of her issues. Mm-hmm. Virginia finds the comb in her hands and takes it and gets a very nasty message from the still kind of living dead witch. Yeah, Virginia reacts very casually to being grabbed by a literal dead body because she takes a comb from the mummified body of the evil queen. Mm-hmm. She goes down in there, she's like, oh, there's the evil queen's literal mummified body. Let me just take this comb uh, at the advice that Snow White gave her. Yep. Which, you will find what you need in, like, a tomb, which she found the tomb, she found the comb. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't know, I would not be so casual if I took something out of the hands of a, of the the hands of a mummy, and the mummy grabbed me. Yeah. Basically. Which is what happened. And she, she looks at it like just, ew, what? Like, <laughs> like it was just kind of gross. It was like, like a bug ew, crawled out. Icky. Yeah. Which, to be fair, it was icky, but I think not, it was on a degree of icky that did not invoke a ew kind yeah. of response. It was a scream and horror kind of, it yeah. It just, eh. I, girl, why are you so normal about being grabbed by corpses? So fast forward back to after they get to that messed up. After they get messed up. Yeah, let's see here. Tony eats some magic singing mushrooms and drinks of swamp water and Virginia joins him. The mushrooms and swamp water make them fall into a dream-filled sleep and swamp vines begin to cover them. Oh, that is an understatement. The the dream the dreams that were filling this sleep were a very everything happened so much yeah. kind of deal. It was Cuz there's this like white monochromatic like, dreamscape of young Virginia being told a story by her mother about a girl who went out in the woods and she met a monster because she didn't listen to her mommy and the monster ate her and no one missed her and everyone lived happily ever after. But that was near the end of the dream. It started, it went through a bunch of like weird little dream sequences. I didn't it start out with well, no, the white that, bedroom? Yeah, and that was the yeah. story that led into the dream sequence. Yeah, but that wasn't the of... beginning. That was like halfway through. It started out with just like, a, a general demonstration of the weird uh, yeah. dreams manifesting. Was, like, yeah. the beginning of the dream where it's, like, weird and oh, yeah. and like, there's what's like, going on? And there's, like, Snow White being like, Virginia, wake up! Snow White trying to project herself into Virginia's dreams to wake her up. And the Evil Queen is also there. But there's also little snippets of, like, the vague, like, imagery of the things that they've experienced mm-hmm. and all the things that they've watched. Oh, yeah. Through. And it's also intercut with, like, uh, every time they talk about the monster in the fairy tale, we see Wolfie running closer, running closer to getting them. Wolfie's um, running through the woods <laughs> on the way to save the day. Uh, and then we get a fun segment of Tony, Prince, and Virginia... Uh, in a very Snow White-esque 
story except Virginia has a bunch of therapy books, a bunch of self-help books in her basket with the apples, and on a very 90s she cell phone. She had self-help books that yeah. Wolfie had, Yeah, so she had them in her basket. Yeah. And she has a very 90s cell phone. She's talking to Tony on a flip phone in the middle of this dream sequence. It's like a beige flip phone. It gave me this vibe of like, I'm sorry, the old Taylor can't come to the phone right now. (laughs) Yeah, except she's just like, oh yeah, well, like, you finally have a son, so now you have something that'll make you happy. Because he, Tony (laughs) is like, he's present in this segment, but Virginia's walking through a forest, and Tony is being, like, superimposed over it. He's like... In a, on a throne. He's on a throne with Prince sitting next to him. They both got crowns. They both got crowns. He's got a seven-year-old boy. He's got a seven-year-old boy, which, I mean, in dog years, maybe, but... Yeah. Like, he's talking about Prince like yeah. he's an actual dog. Which, like, to be fair, At this point baby, in the story, he is. He is. He's just a he's dog that little... Tony has a psychic connection with. He called with. Tony Master. He did call Tony Master while they were escaping from the park. Ah. And, and Tony's he's just like, Tony's just like, what are we going to do about Prince? We can't, he's chained up. And Prince is just like, leave me, Master, go. Ah. Which, to be fair, was the right decision. But because still. Because Prince was fine. The dream was very Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. And also, Um, the real Virginia can't come to the phone right now. Oh my god. She's dead, throws flip phone at a tree, and it shatters. Yeah, then of course, eats an apple, starts choking, dying, but Wolfie saves them in time. Wolfie shows up IRL and rips all the vines off and wakes Virginia up, and then he does the same to Tony. Yeah. And they're like, oh crap. How did they actually get out of the swamp? They just walk remember. out. They just kept walking? Yeah, they just walked out. Hmm. They just followed Acorn's instructions, but not before Virginia holds him back and is just like, I think I love you. Yeah, and was... it it would be quite romantic. Actually, it is quite romantic. It is quite a touching moment, but I'm so distracted by the scenery because it's gorgeous. It's... It was one of those it, moments, again, where Wolfie is, like, genuinely being, like, an emotional sweet person. Yeah, the, oh yeah, she's even talking, like, you've changed, there's something different. Yeah, he's, like, being really normal. Yeah, like, weirdly normal. Weirdly normal. Weirdly normal. Weirdly normal. Weirdly normal. It's weird, he's so It normal. is very weird. He's being so normal about it. it I don't know how he's being, it, it, it's weird. <laughs> He's distracted by the <laughs> swamp gas or something. I don't know. Maybe he's hearing music, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. And in the midst of that, we got another uh, dog Wendell scene in the palace where one of his closest uh, companions comes to talk to him. And we get the fakest blood in this scene. It literally looks like Kool-Aid. It's pink like his throat gets slit and he's holding the cravat and it's just like like a trickle it of water like he put down his food hands coloring in water and that's it and it's like it is pink it really is it's like when you take out a crayon and you went to go grab red but you grab red violet instead yeah and you put it down and it's just like this isn't red yeah <laughs> that's the color that it is Virginia and Tony are in the dungeon of Prince Wendell's castle. 
Virginia is devastated by her mother's actions. Okay. She's still going through it. Yeah. Um, like okay. the little spat that she and Tony had where she had that breakdown. Yeah. Okay, so they're all getting to the castle. Amazing carriage sequence where they're watching everyone arrive from the different mm-hmm. the kingdoms. It is gorgeous. It is awesome. I love it. They, oh God, they, it is. On the way there, they did some really, it it was cute for a second, but yeah. then it was creepy. As a oh, former wolf. Oh, I, I forgot about that. I didn't, because as a I former wolf girl, I recognize that Wolfie is, Wolfie's behavior is just yeah, wolf girl behavior. He's acting like he's. It's sweet. He's acting like the the kids who wanted to roleplay warrior cats with the other kids, but yeah. they liked wolves more than cats, so they were acting like a wolf instead yeah. of a cat, but the same kind of behavior. Yeah. Um, so when they're looking for firewood, Virginia and him have this kind of standoff of, like, are we going to say it? Who's going to say it first? And so that they go to... But they, they want to talk about very different things. Mm-hmm. Wolfie wants to play hide-and-seek. Wolfie wants to play hide-and-seek. And, and he's just, he, he's, of course he cheats when he's counting. He's strong arms Virginia into it by covering eyes and counting really loud while she's trying to say, no, let's not play hide-and-seek. And then he keeps counting and she... Yep. And then she runs off like, well, he's counting anyway. I better go before he finishes counting. Yeah, and it's like a genuinely kind of fun, like it's, it's fun. They're ha- they're very obviously having fun. Yeah, like and it is a really fun chase sequence, but it's also like it's is, the thing of if you know how what uh, wolves and dogs play, like this is sweet. This yeah. is fun. And also the wolfy like wolf girl behavior yeah. is at its peak here. That's yeah. what. I was he's little... far more charming this episode yeah. than creepy. Yeah, he's charming. Except for, like, the oh, whole, yeah. whole part of this. This part happened while I was processing <laughs> the whole, I acted like this on the playground in fifth grade. <laughs> and then he starts being real weird about oh, it. Oh, yeah. Then he finds Virginia. And tackles her and does a whole tackle and, and hug and kiss. And they're rolling. He and then they're, and and then the, they're a, growling. And then they're biting. The growling and the biting. And then, uh, and then they cut. And then and, the cut. Mm, they, I'm good. They, it was really weird. And also, when they get back to the <laughs> camp, Tony's just like, where's the firewood? And Virginia's like, couldn't find any. And Tony is like, you couldn't find any firewood in a forest? And then Wolfie comes up behind her. Like, she walks by, and then there's Wolfie. Oh, and they both behind. look disheveled as they all hell. They both look disheveled. Virginia's like, her sweater is like hanging off one yeah. shoulder. And then Wolfie shows up, and he walks by, and the camera turns so you can see in the back. <laughs> His tail is visible. It's horrible. It is horrible. That then leads into their great entry into the castle during the coronation. Mm-hmm. They swim through the gates. They find an entrance. It's very harrowing. Tony is very brave. He did so good. He gets a gold star. Yeah. And then we get my favorite sequence ever. When they get in there and they find two doors. And there's a guardian at the door. It's the jiggliest little frog you have ever seen. I hate the way they animated his mouth. It's like they only animated the lips, not the rest of the face, which the frog is all face. That's just how they're shaped. The whole thing is face. Uh-huh. They only animated the lips, 
Like, it's like if you were, like, trying to be a ventriloquist, but you're not good at it, so your mouth is moving, like, a tiny bit, but, like, the rest of your face isn't. That's what it looks like. I hate it. It's awful. It's one of those classic, one door leads to death, one door leads to safety. And Tony just loses it. He he fl- he freaks out. He flips his He just, he's just like, you know what? this. He picks up the frog and is yelling at it. He opens one of the doors. What is the point of having a door that leads to death? What is the point of you? What is the point of your existence? That's what he says to this frog. And then he opens one of the doors, throws the frog in, slams the door, and then behind the door there is an explosion. So then they all just like look at each other and they go, well, we know which one is the bad door. And then they go through the good door. Like it was just watching them get bamboozled by all the fairy tale tropes this whole time. And then just finally, after they get tricked by the fae, they drink the swamp (laughs) juice, they eat the mushrooms. And then Tony's like, no, I'm done. F*** you and your toad riddles. (laughs) I love it. It's like just. I think that was the turning point where it, like, that moment right there, that was when it became, like, they know what they're doing now. Mm-hmm. They know exactly what they're doing. They're not going to mess up again. Mm-hmm. And, and they don't. Well, they do get caught, though. They do get caught. And it gets revealed that Wolfie's been a double agent. Wolfie's been a double agent. We know he's been one the whole time, but yeah. he just turned sides last episode. Like, officially. hmm And this leads to a confrontation between Virginia and her mother, where her mother tries to strangle her. Again. No, she tried to drown her the last time. Well, yeah, I mean, it's the same thing, it's just there's more water involved. <laughs> but, yeah. And also, I like how, like, so in this scene, they were having, Virginia was trying to have a heartfelt conversation with the queen. Yeah. And the queen's not having it. No. It's like she... I wouldn't even say it's, like, implied. Yeah. It's, the queen is having trouble remembering... Yeah. ...what she, happened. Yeah. And how she ended up there. It's like she's been possessed by the actual evil queen and has gotten so used to it that she just forgot everything. But mm. now it's coming back. Yeah. And while Virginia's trying to have a nice conversation with her mother and the queen is trying to kill her, Mm -hmm. they end up standing in front of a mirror. Virginia is looking into the mirror Mm -hmm. and the queen is standing behind her. Mm. She can see the queen in the mirror behind her, not doing anything. But she starts feeling like she's being choked. And there are multiple mirrors in this room. They're looking into the magic mirror right now, I think? Or was it just one of the others? They're all magic mirrors. Yeah, I figured as much. But, like, the magic mirror. I think think so. Maybe? I don't know. They all look kind of similar, and I haven't been paying enough attention to the mirror (laughs) frames. It's the frames that let you tell them apart, really. But she looks over at one of the other mirrors and in that mirror she can see that the queen is strangling her from behind but she can't see it in the mirror that's in front of her but now she's seen it so she's like oh i'm getting strangled so then they start actually fighting Uh uh-huh and i think that was really cool Mm -hmm. like the like the having to look at the other mirror to see what's actually going on it's so clever it's so good and then there's the whole thing where, like, 
That was when Virginia tries to whip out the comb. Mm-hmm. But the queen has already found the comb on her person and taken it. Yep. And she's brushing it all over her face. Like, if this were to break my skin, I would die immediately. While she's, like, combing it all yeah. over her face. Just taunting her and puts it in her hair. She puts it in her hair. Girl boss behavior. Girl boss behavior. The evil queen plans to kill all the guests at the coronation ball, and Wolf is helping her. Mm. Wolf is cooking. He's <laughs> cooking in the kitchen, making poisons that look like Kool-Aid with Halloween decapitated limbs yeah, in it. it's really funny. Like, it looks like... Like, I had a friend who I... I went over one Halloween with her to help her dad decorate the apartment for mm-hmm. Halloween. And her dad had two massive boxes entirely of severed limbs. Oh my god. And this soup looks like they just dumped that into, like, a vat of Kool-Aid. And it's really funny. It's horrifying, but it's also kind of funny, because the queen's like, well, if this is the most powerful poison ever, then did you taste it? It makes the chef taste it. And dude just instantly drops. Why? Why would you kill the guy who's making the most powerful poison ever? Why does it even have to be the most powerful poison? If you kill them, it's like, you can't kill them extra hard. Insurance. True, but like... And that means no one else will have that recipe. Yeah, but like, she's been killing people with poison a lot. Yeah. She she uh, she has so much poison. I know she does. She's just got like a, fr- uh, like a pantry full of poison. I know it. She has to. Oh, yeah, the trolls. Oh, yeah. As uh, Virginia and Tony are right, getting out, they run into the troll they kids. Run in, they run into the troll kids who have been trying to get them because they still think Virginia killed their dad. Yeah. And Tony holds off the trolls while Virginia goes and continues yeah. doing Virginia things. <laughs> This man straight up picks up a sword and is like, I'm uh-huh. ready to fight. He's, like, actually, like, seriously fighting these guys and kicking ass. There's three of them and one of him, and he is wiping the floor with them. It is awesome. It is awesome. It goes hard. He is so good at this. While Tony is absolutely kicking ass. Virginia is... What is Virginia doing again? So much happened in this episode. She was trying to get to the ballroom to stop everything. Once she gets there, the huntsman stops her Mm -hmm. and makes her watch. And all this while, the coronation has been going on. Yeah, the coronation has been happening. The dog pretending to be Wendell is doing a... Wait. Really, really good job. The dog who looks like Wendell... Yeah. Is doing a really good job. Uh Uh-huh. I think, like, how, like, Wendell has been shifting into dog mode, the dog has been Mm -hmm. shifting into Wendell mode, and he's doing a really good job of being mostly normal about it. He is still being a dog, and when he has to improvise, he's very dog. Mm Mm-hmm. But otherwise, he's doing a great job. He even passes the the test of Cinderella, the 200-year-old queen that has come to his coronation. And also, he, he, he makes a really weird comment to her while they're dancing after the coronation, where he's dancing with Cinderella, who's like 200 years old, and he's like, but 
Do you really have to leave at midnight? He was trying. I think he was trying to distract her because uh, she was questioning him about his absence. Yeah, but like that was a really weird thing for a golden retriever to say to somebody. Mm-hmm. That was strange. I didn't like that. He could have distracted her all sorts of different ways. The dog is smart. The dog is smart <laughs> enough to pass the test the first time. Mm-hmm. And he passes the three trials. The three trials that are put to him. The coronation happened. Oh, and at this coronation, we see Wolfie's uh, cousin, Red Riding Hood Third. <laughs> yeah! Oh my god. Also, I realized during this episode, Wendell and Virginia are technically step-siblings. Because her mom was his stepmom. That feel when your stepbrother is a dog? <laughs> like, they never address that, but... They never address that. They're step-siblings. It. They are. Okay, that, like, okay... Okay, so... Everything happens so much in this scene. Like, actually, so much happens. So they all drink the poison. They all drink the poison. They all die. They all die. (laughs) They all drop dead instantly. Wolfie starts fighting the huntsman. Virginia confronts her mother. Uh, (laughs) She ends up getting the comb. Well, hang on. Wolfie does not just start fighting the huntsman. Uh The Queen of Virginia confront each other again, mm-hmm. and the Queen is not coping well with being faced with her daughter and says some very mean things yep. to Virginia, which are very on par with the whole trying to drown her in a bathtub when she was a child, calls her a mistake in that she should have been killed when she was born, which up, and if my evil queen mother had said that to me, I wouldn't have been nearly as sad about what happened next as Virginia was. But they start fighting because the queen is still trying to kill Virginia, even though Virginia is not trying to kill her. She's just trying to stop her and talk to her, not kill her, and she's said this multiple times. Yeah. But while they're fighting, they're just tussling it out, and the queen tries to strangle Virginia again. Uh-huh. You'd think this woman would, like, carry a knife or something instead of trying <laughs> to strangle everybody with woman hands. But the huntsman tries to... I think the queen tells... Yeah, he tells him to shoot her or something. Yeah, she tells him to kill her. And he goes to shoot her, naturally, because he's the huntsman, and even though they're literally standing, like, 15 feet away from each other, he still goes for the crossbow bolt. Wolfie attacks the huntsman to stop him, Mm -hmm. and the bolt gets fired straight up. Oh, yeah. And we've all watched Mythbusters. Yep, we know what happens when you fire a bullet straight up. While Wolfie and the huntsman are fighting, uh, the huntsman ends up... On top of Wolfie and is trying to stab him or something. Mm-hmm. Coincidentally, in the exact spot where the crossbow bolt comes back down and kills the huntsman. Wah, wah, wah. Get wrecked. <laughs> but then, while this is going on, while the guys are fighting, the girls are also fighting. And Virginia, while being strangled manages to grab the poisoned comb out of the evil queen's hair, which she's still wearing, by the way, 
Which, I mean, kind of a girl boss move, but not when you're actively trying to, like, physically fight somebody who's trying to kill you. Or you are trying to kill them. Mm-hmm. Like, she grabs the comb out of the queen's hair and scratches her with it. Which means instant death. Rip. So, the queen stumbles back and she puts a hand to her face where she's been scratched and there's blood you drew blood and there's little bits of kool-aid on her glove and she just collapses but it's also like kind of badass because her cloak is just perfectly she turns her back to virginia and slowly shuffles away into the middle of the ballroom and collapses onto the floor with just this perfect velvet cloak (laughs) draped around her without a single wrinkle Mm -hmm. even when virginia like throws her over like, turns her over, yeah. and it's just sobbing into her chest. Virginia just collapses onto her, sobbing, which I would not. <laughs> she just... The evil queen just said such awful things to her. Like, I wouldn't even care if she was my mother at that point. She just yeah. straight up said, you're a mistake, I should have killed you when you were a baby. To her face. Yeah. To her face. They were mm-hmm. literally, like, inches away from each other. Yep. It's like, at that point, it's like, F- you, maybe I will kill you with this poison comb. <laughs> I would've. Virginia didn't even do it on purpose. Yeah. She scratched her with the comb by accident trying to get it from her. Which, yeah. she was still trying to get the comb. Mm-hmm. She was going to use it if she had to, but she didn't intend to use it then. <laughs> Also, I would like to publicly shame Bo for absolutely failing at drinking water while we were watching this. Shut up. They literally, like, sprayed water out their nose. I almost did. You almost- Dude, you- It hurt. It burned. Having water in your nose is basically just spraying water out your nose, but without the funny points. I know. I use a neti pot. I know. I- I could never. You're just built different, bro. But anyway. After the queen falls dead and Virginia is crying on her chest, Mm -hmm. Tony shows up and is like, what the hell happened? Which, I mean, that's exactly what I would do if I walked into a room and everybody was dead, but it still felt very downplayed. Yeah. It's like... It's still like, read the room, buddy. Yeah, like, read the room. He he said it in the, like... he, he said it in the way where, like, you would say if, like, somebody had, like, spilled a pizza onto the floor or something. Like, what happened? Uh-huh. <laughs> and that's exactly the tone. It, it really is. Or, like, if you have a cat. Oh. And you see a cat do something. You know the kind of something. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, dude, what happened? Mm-hmm. It's like that, except it was a room full of dead people. (laughs) (laughs) Who then, who then immediately get up. Because Wolfie has double-crossed, double-crossed, he's playing 4D chess here. Because Wolfie messed with the poison, he replaced the poison with troll dust. So everybody drank troll dust and just passed out for a hot minute. Except for the queen, who is left dead Rip. on the floor. Ripperoni. Rip. So Wendell and the dog are restored. Wendell, and- Tony has acquired the prince. By the yeah. way, I want to mention that 
since the prince has been captured and brought to the castle, he's had a muzzle oh, on yeah. him because he's a dog. This muzzle is made for an animal, like, twice the size of the dog that they put it on. Like, it is halfway down his yeah. snout. There's, like, two inches between the bottom of his jaw and the bottom of the muzzle. It literally looks like it is only being held on by the strap going around <laughs> the back of his head. Like, the muzzle is not, like, this dog could probably take it off himself with no effort. It's why what it? they had on hand. Yeah, but why is it so big? Mm. What kind of dogs were they using it for before? Wolves? Oh. But, yeah. So, they get restored. The dog and the prince just straight up glomp each other. And they get put back in their bodies, and the prince is just like, Yes! I'm a person again! And the dog is excited. Yeah. Cut to three days barking. Yeah. Cut to three days later. Because Virginia slept for three whole days. Oh my god, I actually missed that part. Yeah. I missed I, I missed how long it had been. I thought yeah, it was. Yeah, she slept day. for like several days. To be fair, they like they were going through it for like Yeah, and she a also just she also just murdered her mom. She did just murder her mom. So and Wolfie has apparently been waiting for her to wake up, which to be fair, honestly, like I thought his reaction was kind of cringe when like I was watching it because I missed the part where it had been three days. But if somebody I cared about had slept for three days straight, I'd be lurking around their bed waiting for them to wake up too. Yeah. Ooh. God damn it. Sorry, I'm stacking. Give me a lemon one. That. <laughs> yeah, but after she wakes up. They have a ceremony to honor them mm-hmm. in which Tony is given a medal. Of and valor. also, the prince roasts the oh, out of yeah. him. Like, it's really fun. He's tearing him a new one. Just like, I kept forgetting when we were seeing, like, the prince just being a dog. The uh, scenes where the prince was being concerned about things or being a dog, he was normal. But this dude was, like, mean. He was very petty. It was fun. It was fun. I was like, yeah, the prince is a dog, but he's also still kind of a Yep. And he was being a to Tony while they were doing the ceremony, and he was like, this guy used to just be like the saddest, most pathetic, most, most wet kitten looking man. He was a coward. He was a And now he's not. And then he gives him a medal. And then he gives him a medal. The dog is also given a medal. Wolfie is not. Wolfie is given a pardon for all wolves in the... uh, Not the tenth. It's the fourth kingdom. I'm pretty sure it extended to more than just the fourth kingdom. No, it was just just the fourth kingdom. Because he only rules the fourth kingdom. Ah, yeah. Um, That's fair. This is then followed up by him giving Virginia her honors. Hers is a rose that he was given when he was seven years old by Snow White before she left. Which I love how this is kind of implying they were the same age. (laughs) Just the way that he says it makes Mm -hmm. me realize that like Snow White leaving then kind of parallels, you know... Uh, mm-hmm. the cycle starting again with 
Virginia's mom. And that was the last time that anyone saw Snow White. And she told him that you will meet me again, but it will not be me. And he believes that's Virginia. So he gives her the rose, which she then puts on her mother's body in her, like, place of honors to, like, store the body. Which I... I realized at the end of this episode that, like, they would solve a lot of their problems if they didn't keep around the magically powered bodies of the people who are, like, actively trying to tear down their kingdoms. Yeah. Like, they are literally, like, they just keep these people's bodies when... Okay, well, the swamp witch kind of crawled away. She kind of got away from them somehow, even though she had to crawl. Yeah, but, like... Through the I mean, snow. Acorn knew her body was there. Surely other people knew her body's yeah. there, too. So, like, you would think, like, okay, these people are able to use their magic and enact their will beyond death, and we're just leaving their bodies around for people to just come and say hi whenever? Like, I, they would solve a lot of the problems if they, like, buried some of these people or, even better, burned them. Still a little bit weirded out about the whole creepy mummy grab thing. (laughs) Burn the whole cottage. Just burn the whole cottage, burn the body, and then she won't be able to keep luring people back to enact her evil will. It's not that hard. After all this, they have their dinner and just kind of hang out. And Virginia asks for fish. Unsurprisingly, if you notice that, you know, earlier the singing ring got eaten by a red snapper, mm-hmm. Virginia's fish has the ring in its belly. Again, I'm haunted by this icky looking ring. Oh. I hate it. I hate the ring. I wish I could remember one of its jingles to do my horrid impression. I'm glad that you can't. If you did, I'd throw this bottle at you. Anyways, uh, it's during the singing ring moment that we get the horrible reveal that Wolfie can smell that Virginia's pregnant after they're rolling the grass. Also, it's been, what, four days? Mm-hmm. Four days? How rapid is that wolf pregnancy? That's a good question. Hang on, I have to Google something real quick. Also, I don't like that he calls... The child, a wolf pup. I mean, it makes sense that he would, but I just I and he like tells it. her this by her putting on the ring and being like, "Well, I'll just try it on. I'm not promising anything." And he says, "Well, a pup's got to have a dad, F- man." It's so icky. I was really liking their interactions for this part, except for that they always gotta make him icky at the end of a nice, heartfelt situation. She's 21. He's like 40. And it, it, ugh. Wolf pregnancies last 62 to 75 days. Well, f- Oh, poor Virginia. Well, to be fair, that child will, that child would only be like a quarter wolf. They'd mm-hmm. be more human than wolf. Mm-hmm. Because with Wolfie, he's only half wolf. Mm-hmm. This all ends with Tony ending up deciding that he's going to stay. Because there's still a warrant on him. And Wendell points out that there's a bunch of young women, like daughter-aged women, who would be very thankful to his contributions to the kingdom. Why is this show so creepy? Oh yeah, because it's from 2000. Yeah, where it's like, 
Any old man can just hit on any woman as long as she's, like, over 18. Icky. I don't like it. Also, again, this is a guy who's been a dog for the whole time. And, like, mm -hmm. seeing more of him as, like, a person... The things he said about Virginia and Wolfie in Kissing Town make a lot more sense. Yeah. Having seen how he just is as a person. Like, it seems weird in this fairy tale setting that people are just like, haha, yeah, they go and f <laughs> But, like, people are just like that here. I'm sure if uh, this wasn't, like, a show, they would say f Yeah. So, Tony's staying. He's being a bit of a creep. Uh, he's also going into plastics. So they're bringing global warming to this world because the prince requested a bouncy castle. <laughs> so yay, they're going to start fracking. Yippee! Uh, this also then leaves... Would there even be oil here, though? Were there dinosaurs in this world at one point? Because that's where oil comes from, old dinosaurs! I don't know. Oh my god. What if the oil comes from dragons instead of dinosaurs? Oh my god! Because there are dragons! There's dragon yeah. skeletons! Dragons real! Wow. Oh my god. I can't imagine that would- Maybe it would be better fuel than the dinosaur Who oil. knows? That's or it would cause magical global warming. <laughs> magical global warming. <laughs> oh god sequel no <laughs> anyways anyways uh, yeah this then leads to them going back through the mirror which you realize that means that they will never get to go back they can only go back like if tony ever feels like opening it back up for yeah. him but he wants them to come back oh He's yeah like hey come back and see us sometime like, come back to which wolf says all right, Grandpa, and jumps through the mirror. He just bails, and Tony's just like, what do you mean? And then we leave off with Virginia's ending monologue about how this is the end of this story, and the one about the girl and her undocumented boyfriend. Yeah, this man legally does he not He does exist. not. He, the only thing he has is is a medical record from the one time he went to a therapist. Yeah. That is the most this Oh my god, can has. you imagine if that was your only footprint as okay. an identity? It's just one time you went to a therapist and then because you just don't exist. I want to, like, get into this happy ending, but, like, also I'm like, of course it ends with getting married and a baby. But then... And then, of course, it also has to end with, like, the sequel yeah. bait, like... Which they lines. never follow up on. You have to follow up on that if you're going to s insinuate there's another story, so but many, whatever. So many of these shows always have to end with, like, a sequel bait. It it, yeah. it drives me crazy, but um, they all do. It's like, oh, there's gonna be a sequel, and then they never write the sequel. But here's all I can think about. Tony still has a warrant out for his arrest for being a, a bank-robbing cult leader. Also, um... I'm pretty sure the effects of the wishes he made yeah. haven't gone away. So yeah. the, the, those people who were, like, mind-controlled to be obsessed with him before yeah. probably still are. Uh-huh. So that's gonna be weird. So also, she probably also doesn't have the apartment anymore. Well, actually, she might because, like... Oh, uh, true. They were living there... But would you want to live there? True. I would not. 
Um, she could probably, like, ask them for money, though. Yeah. That then leads to also the fact that she probably doesn't have a job. We don't know how the time differential with the dimensions works, but so we can guess, since they don't draw attention to it, that she's been gone from the human world as many days as she was there. Yeah. So she probably doesn't have a job anymore. Or Wolfie. she might... Or, like... She seemed to have, like, yeah. a friendly relationship with yeah. some of her coworkers. Maybe she's been reported yeah. missing or something. Yeah. And they're just like, oh my god, did she get, like, murdered or something? Yeah. <laughs> Either way, that's still the same waitressing job she had and was complaining about in the start. Yeah. While she's pregnant with the, her fiancé, who has no records, no documents. It's 2000 in New York. <laughs> I have a feeling they're going to be coming back to the fourth kingdom. There's a lot of things where I'm like, you guys made a mistake coming back. Yeah, like, without like a solid plan. Go back. Yeah, realistically, the quality of life is going to be a lot better in the fourth kingdom. At the very least, they could have gotten some money from like the prince for Tony or something. (sighs) What happened to the money that Tony stole? I wonder if it's still. Oh yeah, he got arrested. Yeah, the money. Yeah. Next time on You Got to Know. It's like you have a bunch of scales. Like yeah. you've got like it's like you have a scale shaped like an octopus. It's got like eight different yeah. plates and all yeah. the different characters yeah. are on them and all of them are level. Yeah. Thank you for listening to You Got to Know. Be sure to share with your friends and family. Music by Kevin McLeod.